0: Hi, thanks for joining us on Hometown to Hollywood. This is Bonnie Wallace, author of Young Hollywood Actors and the Hollywood Parents Guide. And today my guest on this podcast is Los Angeles casting director Harriet Greenspan. Harriet has six Artios Award nominations by the Casting Society of America, with one win for Outstanding Achievement in Casting. She's the author of the book Auditionology, and also coaches actors and teaches workshops. The TV projects Harriet's cast over her three decades plus career include Night Squad, Alex and Me, Pure Country, True Jackson VP, Bucket and Skinner's Epic Adventures, Unfabulous, Scooby-Doo, and Mean Girls 2. She's a member of the Casting Society of America and the National Academy of Arts and Sciences. Harriet, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. That's that's quite a that's quite an introduction. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I have
1: to look at my resume when people ask me what I, you know I've done. You've <laughs> done a lot. We've done.
0: Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, how did you get started as a casting director? Did you know that you always wanted to do this? No. When I grew up. Um,
1: you wanted to be an actor or an actress. You know, you didn't think about producing. You didn't think about directing. Um, and you never heard of casting. Casting was something that the producers did. There weren't a lot of people on each show, you know, years ago. Um, when you look at the roles, the role of credits, like a lot of the same people did certain things. So I never thought about casting and, um, but I, I grew up where, in, in an era, in a time where your parents didn't move thousands of miles for your career or for your dream. just didn't happen, to, you know, in, in years ago. And uh, the kids today are very lucky. I don't know how lucky, if they know how lucky they are, but they're very lucky. <laughs> and um, so my parents said to me, look, you know, uh, when you go to college, you can go out to Los Angeles. Because my dream was to be an actress, to be in this business, and to live in Los Angeles. So they told me, you know, and I went to college out here, and I graduated. And at that time, my uncle happened to be a producer and writer, comedy. And so he had gotten me um, to meet a producer of a TV series. And, you know, I he was looking for a receptionist, so I took a receptionist job at this... Uh, this company and uh, mid-season the casting director quit so the associate casting director assistant casting director took over and then I took over as casting assistant and I went oh my god casting this is so great and funny enough I was out in Los Angeles however the show was a New York based show so even though it shot here everything you know was very New York Um, and I thought it was a great opportunity for me and I fell in love with casting and and I eventually left that uh, show so I can work for a casting office and do many different things and so at that time I worked for a gentleman by the name of Lynn Stallmaster, who was one of the biggest casting directors Uh, at that time there was only maybe seven to ten casting directors, if that many. In Los Angeles? In Los Angeles. Oh, my gosh. I don't I know mean, about anywhere else because there was no place but Los Angeles right. at the time. For, for TV. For production, for anything. Um, Everybody came out here because of the weather and the studios. And so everything was very, you know, t- there wasn't a lot of anything. Yeah. And um, so I, I, you know, what I loved is that I got a chance to act by reading with actors I got a chance to see what goes on behind the scenes um and I realized you know I don't want to act I love uh finding out about casting and meeting all these wonderful actors and actresses and um it was just very different for me and uh you know from Queens I was born in Queens and you know you know part of my dream came true yeah I was was gonna say
0: it sounds like your dream actually came true because you're in the industry yeah yeah, in Los Angeles in the sunshine exactly and you know I think that
1: most people when they first start want it to be an actor and a lot of if you notice today a lot of the actors have turned into directors as well producers writers so you know you can do many things today
0: well, the the fact is there's a lot more creative control if yes. you're not the actor. yes <laughs> Yes, yes. For some of us, that's a really attractive thing exactly
1: exactly. <laughs> so yeah,
0: and more more creative control mm-hmm. of your own life, yes, um, which we all need. We do, it helps hmm can you describe what you do exactly as a casting director, even now? You know, mm-hmm. you talked about how nobody thought about casting directors when you first started. Even now, I think there's a lot of mystique around it, a lot well, of confusion. It's changed a lot over
1: the years, I mean, the last 30 years. Um, you know, today, I mean, you know, obviously, um, there's, there's as there was years ago, there's TV, there's film. Um, I do primarily t- primarily TV and film. I don't do theater. But um, what we do, basically, is get a script, like we've always gotten. Uh, We read the script, and we have some of our ideas of who might be right for the role as we read it and read the words. Um, We sit down with our producer, director, and, you know, talk about, uh, you know, what they're looking for, just to make sure we're all on the same page um, with... Movies, it's more the director that has, you know, say. Not always, I'm just saying most of the time, but not all. Um, And with TV, it's the producers, writer producers. Uh, Of course, the network has a lot to say. Uh, So anyway, we sit down and we talk about what everybody's looking for. Uh, Then I have a script that I send to Breakdown Services. They break it down for us. We make the changes and tweak it so we specifically are putting out there what exactly we're looking for. Uh, I find a lot of, you know, agents and managers really just read, and they're amazing, they just read like the first two lines and they submit. Right. You know, so at the end when we say, you know, they have to be this height or this weight or whatever, you know, it's completely, sometimes we don't always get what we want. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, so then the uh, uh, agents and managers submit, we, you know, look and, you know, choose who we want to see. Sometimes it's people we've seen before uh, that we think will be great for the role. Sometimes, you know, there's new people out there always looking for the fresh new faces, especially when we're doing, um, you know, kids and teens, tweens, always, you know, doing that. And, and of course, there's a lot of self-tapes. So, um, you know, we're looking at self-tapes to find, you know, the next big star, somewhere in this country today I want to say even in the world you know depending Um, uh, so then we you know set up our casting sessions depending you know if we're doing um, actual sessions would you know with with, you know episodically Uh, let let me back up a little bit so if I'm doing uh, a series which I do a lot of um, it has to be cast within a few days right so we get the script And we read and see, you know, what they're looking for. We talk to the, you know, producers, writers, and then we set up sessions. We make notes every time we see an actor. Uh, So we remember what, you know, we liked about them or what they have to work on because we do get calls a lot for feedback from agents and managers. And I think that's really important because I try to do that. So it helps the agents, helps the managers, and definitely helps the actors um, we, you know, and a lot of times, which is interesting is, is after an actor leaves my office, I'll circle his or her name. Cause I think he's, or she did a great job. And I, I'm, I'm certain I want to call that person back. A lot of times, um, I put PC, which is possible callback at the end of the session. At the end of the day, I, you know, tape everybody. So I look at, my whole session. And sometimes the people that I was sure I wanted to call back, I may not want to call back anymore because people
0: look differently to me on tape. You know? Talk about that for a second because I have noticed that myself. Sometimes people look amazing in the room but not so great on tape or vice versa. Mm -hmm.
1: It's not so much looking, but yes, it's it's sometimes the physicality. But just, you know, if you're doing a comedy, let's say, and you want to laugh, so you know, maybe it was funny in the room, but you want to laugh later on after you're seeing so many people doing the same thing. It's almost like, you know, seeing a hundred people doing the same scene, it it becomes less funny the more you see it. So you still want to somebody to still make you laugh at the end of the day after seeing so many people doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So people do come off differently on tape, Um, you know, and obviously, you know, physically, It's always better to look better on tape because that's when everybody sees you on tape or film. But that's another story.
0: Hi. With the entertainment industry changing every day, I'm continuing to work to be a source of inspiration and information in your life. As it's been for five seasons and over 120 episodes, the Hometown to Hollywood podcast will be there for you. Now, I'm asking you to be there for us. The podcast has been a labor of love for years, and now I'm asking... If Hometown to Hollywood's been a friend to you, if it's helped, educated, and inspired you, please become a supporter of the podcast. For only $5 a month, the price of a latte, you can become a friend of the podcast and help me afford to continue to do the work that you've come to depend on for honest, insightful interviews that shed light on how to succeed in the entertainment industry. If you can afford it, pitch in $10 a month and become a good friend of the podcast, Your support helps supplement the people who can only give $5 a month. Join now. Just go to hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. That's hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. And in just two clicks you can have access to the complete version of this incredibly informative conversation, as well as each upcoming episode and the entire collection of over 120 past episodes. If you can't afford $5 a month to subscribe, the first 10 minutes of every episode will still be available for free. Subscribers get the full episodes delivered right to their inbox. Thank you. I appreciate your support, and I can't wait to share the exciting upcoming conversations with you. Meanwhile, if you could use some one-on-one coaching, invest in a video consultation session with me. Just go to hometowntohollywood.com and click on the consultation page. In 60 or 90 minutes, you can get peace of mind and a detailed action plan. Remember, the future belongs to those who believe in their dreams.